This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize so to you again, tell you how I'm sorry I am about the mistake, and if there's anything at all I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Come along, Howard. Find me on the bottom. everybody, welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This weekend, we had the Red Clay Hot Sauce Florida Open for the PPA, and it was actually a pretty good weekend. Championship Sunday had a few interesting matchups, so we'll talk about that. Got some other things I want to get into as well. But for now, let's break down who won on Championship Sunday. All right, so our first matchup was singles for the Benz, and we had Ben Johns against Colin Schick. You've probably never heard of him before, unless you personally know him. He came into this tournament in the qualifier, which is like the bracket before you get, you know, to your standard ranked pros. He was ranked number 31. 31. Ended up winning the qualifier tournament. Ends up making his way all the way to the finals. And then ends up beating Ben Johns in the first game. As you can see, he had Frank Anthony Davis as his coach, which was kind of Interesting to see. I wonder how much that helped because this dude was real good. He's definitely going to be playing in singles a lot more as we move forward. Uh, And man, what an exciting little match we had. Unfortunately for Colin, uh, it seems like Ben kind of figured him out by the third game. But hey, I mean, even if Colin never plays another game in his life, he gets to say that he beat the number one player in the world in a whole game. Pretty impressive stuff. So hopefully we'll see Colin Chick out there a little bit more often. The next match was women's doubles. We had Anna Lee Waters, surprise, and Catherine Parento against Lacey Schneeman and Jade Kawamoto, which I don't think they've ever made the finals at least together before. Lacey Schneeman's pretty good. I've known about her ever since she played in Major League Pickleball last year. She was like the reserve player, which is kind of a weird concept. They like keep one player there just in case somebody gets injured and then they could play on any team. Uh, So she ended up playing actually in that tournament. I remember watching her and thinking, man, she's pretty good uh, for like the backup player. But here she is. She crushed it. Uh, But unfortunately, Anna Lee Waters and Catherine Parento, way too good. Uh, And they were kind of no match for them. Still, impressive stuff that they made it to the finals. They... They upset a lot of people on their way there. It's also always interesting for me, too, because uh, as we'll come to talk about for women's singles, Annalie Waters did not make the finals this weekend. She lost to Catherine Parento, her partner right here. Uh, So I wonder how awkward that is for her. You know, like she's got to be like a little bit resentful that she was the one that beat her. Uh, But I guess if you're going to have anybody beat you, it might as well be someone that you partner with. And you're kind of friends with. So, Annalie Waters, Catherine Parento, they take gold in women's doubles. Moving on to men's doubles. Take a wild guess who won gold in that. Once again, Ben Johns and Colin Johns, they grabbed the gold for men's doubles. It was kind of an interesting game at first. I mean, anytime Julian Arnold's playing, it's always a little bit exciting because he gets chirpy, as they like to call it. What does chirpy even mean? He's just excited. He just, nah, you know? That's how you should be. I hope pickleball kind of goes in that direction a little bit more where people are 
just not like quiet. This isn't golf. Like, why would you be quiet? You know, show some emotion. You know, Ben Johns is a freaking robot. You know, just because he's the number one player in the world doesn't mean you have to be like him. You know, I wish everybody kind of played with the energy that Julian Arnold has. I want to show one clip of Julian Arnold where he really let his emotions go more than I've seen him in a very long time, at least. Check this out. Ah, look at him hit him with a finger wag. Check this one out, too. Ready? Finger guns. Oh, ho, ho. Okay, now check this one out. This is one I wanted to show. Ready? Watch this. Watch this little rally. That's exciting. I mean, that's the type of stuff you come to watch, right? Like, how does that not get you pumped up? And it's not like he's just doing that to anybody. That's against the number one player in the world. That deserves a big old Landiamo. But here's what I want to know. What do you guys think was a better scream? This scream? Or... This scream right here. And Zane is still screaming across the net. I didn't know he had that kind of vocality in him. Uh, maybe that's a little throwback to Singles Thursday. Not exactly sure. Just thinking maybe that's an option. That was pretty intense. That was a very long one. I've never seen anybody scream like that in somebody's face for that long. Now, you might have heard Adam Stone referring to a match before this. Uh, so I want to show you guys what he's referring to. So check this out. So here's kind of the perfect moment to show you from that match. Look at Rafa. Flat and deep. He still has plenty of top he's pointed to his paddle. Zane's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. From Zane he's talked about recently, too, on the Pickle Pod about how he's experimenting with some new serves. We, of course, remember the chainsaw serve uh, and what that did in terms of the destruction. But... Curious to see what he's got in the arsenal. I mean, Rafa's just got nothing he could do against this. Uh, partly, I'm like, is it Zane's paddle? Or is it the fact that you're using an Adidas paddle? I don't know anything about this Adidas paddle. But based off these two games right here, it doesn't look like it's too good. And I don't know, maybe Zane is just has a lot of grit on his new paddle. He's talked about it on his own podcast, The Pickle Pod. You could catch that on the dink. It's actually a good show. Uh, but man, I mean, Zane just crushed him here. And then if I fast forward, I might not even need to. If we go to the end of this match right here, watch the reaction. Rafa doesn't even really want to high five him, blames it on the paddle. And then he's like, let's get it tested. Zane's like, okay, fine. Test that shit. Turns out it passed the test. So what can you do? Now, I will say these tests that they give out for the paddles, Zane's talked about it. It's not really consistent. They have like a little reader thing that they put on the paddle to see how much grit it has. Sometimes it'll say, yes, it's good. Sometimes it'll say, no, it's not good. It depends like where you put it on the paddle, which way you turn it. It's kind of a dumb system. But this actually leads into something that I want to talk about, which there was a few tweets that have been going viral uh, on Monday morning 
Sunday night into Monday morning from Tyler Loom. He brought up a really interesting point, so I want to show you guys this. So first off, Tyler Loom, probably one of the most active pickleball players on Twitter. Uh, he had some interesting posts, but this one got a lot of attention. What is more advantageous, PED or an illegal paddle? It's a pretty good question. Honestly, I never even really thought about how many people are using PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs. But when you think about it, what is a performance-enhancing drug? And what is not a performance-enhancing drug? Are electrolytes a performance-enhancing drug? Well, I guess that's not a drug. But caffeine is a drug. Is that performance-enhancing? It is, right? Should that be illegal? Obviously not. You know, Anna Bright drinking her Coca-Cola's on the sidelines. Same thing with... Leia Jansen with her Diet Cokes. So obviously there's kind of a line that needs to be drawn. I, you know, I would say steroids. I don't know anything about steroids, but I would imagine that that's probably not okay. How much does it play a factor? Probably a lot, you know, as far as like stamina and I don't know. It just can't be really fair. But what do you do? You just test everybody all the time for all the things Ah, it's just kind of a tricky situation. You know, anybody who's a baseball fan kind of has heard this argument a thousand times where it's like, what do you do? Do you test for Adderall? Do you test for, you know, HGH? All this stuff is uh, very complicated. But the idea of what is worse, somebody who's on HGH, somebody who's on Adderall, whatever, or an illegal paddle. Now, what was interesting about this was everybody's reaction Kind of gives you some insight on some of the stuff that people are whispering about on the pro level. I mean, you can even see right here. Let's look at some of these replies. This one was the most interesting to me. Who thinks there was some extra chemicals in the bloodstream of the winner last event that gave the infamous post-game interview? For those that forget who he's referring to, I'll just show a quick little clip. The monkey's off my back in daddy's home. Just so you know, Big Papa Jimmy monkey's off the back daddy's home let's go I, I mean what do we think do we think that he was on something during this i don't know it's possible he's he does seem like he's got a lot more adrenaline than normal i mean but like what could it possibly be he is in college cocaine was he on cocaine is that a performance enhancing drug you know it's like where do you draw the line is there a test out there that just tests for everything? I don't think so. You know, it's like eventually, if somebody's doing that, they're going to just find something that they could take. I don't know. I guess you don't make it easy for somebody to take something performance enhancing. Uh, but I didn't even think that that was a possibility until someone said that. And I don't know. I mean, I would hate to find out that he had a good weekend because he took something extra. Uh, but anyways, let's look at some more of these replies. Hmm. Anna Bright says paddle. I wonder why she wouldn't say performance enhancing drug. Hmm. Curious. She's sticking up for her boy. Big Papa Jimmy. Big Papa Adderall before a game. Ben Johns replied, I'd have to go with paddle. But then again, we've seen illegal paddles make a massive difference. But I've yet to see PEDs for comparison. So could easily be more significant. He also followed up with, Curious what type of PEDs might have the most profound effect on performance of pickleball. It's not as cut and dry as more power-based sports. I think that's pretty much what I was getting at. It's like, you know, what can you take and what's actually going to help? It's not like if you have HGH, 
you're just going to be slamming pickleballs left and right as quick as possible. I mean, you know, sure, that helps, but that's not exactly always, well, like, I don't know. I guess it is an advantage, uh, but it's not quite the same. Like, I think, to be honest, if I had to choose, play against Ben Johns, who's on HGH, versus play against Ben Johns, who's on Adderall, I think I'd rather take the HGH, <laughs> you know? I don't even know what HGH, human growth hormone, I think that just makes you stronger. That's basically what I'm saying. You know, somebody who's playing with more strength, is that more of an advantage than somebody who's playing with, like, laser lock, meth-like focus? Lucy Kovalova says both. It's obvious players are looking for advantages. Some That's one of those ones I wonder, is that a little shot at somebody? It's obvious? Hmm. Leah Jansen also wrote, no way people think it's paddle. Huge game changer for those using PEDs. Now, the fact that these players are talking with such conviction about it really makes you wonder where they've been exposed to somebody using that stuff. I guess time will only tell. I wonder if the PPA is going to respond to a tweet from Tyler Loom. I guess if enough people kind of push for it, we could start to see testing. And man, that'd be really disappointing to find out that somebody was. There's no way to go back in time and find out. Uh, But moving forward, maybe it is a good idea to just have something in place to kind of disincentivize people from using that. You know, now that I think about it, DJ Young with that paddle slam? I don't know. He always is a little bit angry. I think that's like a common side effect of steroids is you're angry all the time. Oh, man, that'd be disappointing. Well... I hope not. I'm going to pretend like nobody is, so that way I'm not feeling bad about it. Now, as far as the illegal paddle goes, it seems like this whole tweet was really, I mean, inspired by the situation with Zayn. Can't know for sure what Tyler Lung's inspiration for it was, but I think it is an interesting question, and I'm glad it's kind of being talked about. Anyways, back to PPA Sunday. Mixed doubles... Go ahead and take a guess. Who do you think won this one? Ben Johnson, Annalie Waters versus Catherine Parento and Tyson McGuffin. I mean, I'll be honest. This was like the one matchup I thought could potentially be an upset, but I mean, it wasn't even really that close in the end. So Annalie Waters, Ben Johns, they got themselves another goal together and they are just solid as ever. And then finally, the last match on Sunday was women's singles. Catherine Parento, who, like we mentioned before, beat Annalie Waters earlier in the week on Thursday to be able to get there. She was able to pull off the upset against Leah Jansen. Although, I gotta be honest, I think most people probably would have took Catherine Parento going into this. I know she's ranked number four or whatever, but I think think Leia Jansen just has a real good habit of coming in second place and this was like her one time to potentially get a gold if Annalie Waters isn't there but man Catherine Parento just looked really really good she on PEDs gosh now I'm just questioning everybody I don't know anytime they show like extra energy I'm like ah maybe steroids I don't know it's probably just excitement check this out too during the post-game interview Look at the dude who presents the trophy. I'm now obsessed with all the people that give the trophies out. Let's listen to him. The red clay hot sauce. 
What an amazing performance, Catherine. Congratulations on your singles title. On behalf of the PPA Tour and Red Clay, we'd like to present you this trophy. Let's give a big round of applause for Anne, uh, for Catherine. 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 Congratulations, Catherine Frento, your women's singles player. Cameron, we're gonna go back. Ah, he almost said Annalie Waters. It seems like he was just rehearsing that for a while, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, shoot, that's right, she's not in it. You can just assume, you know, while you're thinking about that the night before, but then he's like, oh, my God, that's right, she didn't even make it to the finals. It's hilarious how used he is to uh, saying Annalie Waters to just slip right out. I think we all are used to that. We're all surprised that she wasn't in the finals. So that is going to do it for the PPA Roundup recall recap whatever you want to call it those are who won uh but there is some other things i want to talk about that i noticed this weekend so uh let's get into it a little bit all right so first i want to rewind a little bit to the mixed doubles uh from the weekend we had a matchup of tyson mcguffin and Catherine parento who eventually made it to the finals they were in a match against anna bright and james ignatowich who came together and probably for the sake of their relationship, ended up playing together. Uh, but I want to show after the match Tyson McGuffin's reaction because I thought it was interesting. As one, what was the discussion you guys had before stepping on the court today? Well, you know, James played with my girl last tournament, so I kind of had to show Papa Jimmy who the real daddy is, if you know what I mean. Daddy's back. Daddy's more than back. No, I'm just kidding. James is my boy. Um, but uh, I've, I've played with Catherine before. We have some very good chemistry. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, we just kind of did our thing, and uh, things turned out in our favor. I think A.B. and James are still trying to kind of figure out, you know, what their identity is as a team, so that, that definitely benefited us. But uh, moving on to the semis and about to uh, put on a show against the Johnsons. There you have So, obviously, he's just throwing a few friendly shots at him. No big deal there. Uh, but the interesting thing I think he also said was how they're still working out their chemistry. And that leads me into a fun little segment that I'm probably going to do more often. X's and O's of pickleball. As somebody who plays with their life partner slash girlfriend, who you've seen on the show, one episode. Uh, playing with your girlfriend or wife, whatever, not always easy. I mean, man, it's just kind of hard to do. Uh, but hey, shout out to Anna Bright and James McNottowich for trying it. Uh, but man, as we saw in this game, just trying to read the body language, ah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. I'll show you one play that really kind of showed how frustrated they seem to be getting. Side out to Bright and And Anna Bright gotcha. comes up firing on Tyson. I did not. Well, the ball clearly looked like it. Point. Touch Tyson that time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So it there's all you. sorts of. Okay. Okay. Second. Server. So what we have going on here is. You can challenge that. Bright is certain it hit him. I mean, I don't know. She just like looks frustrated. This is just like one example, but it seemed like the whole game. It's just, I don't know. I just feel weird watching them. Maybe I'm projecting. <laughs> But it just doesn't seem like she's her happy, fun, excited self that you kind of see in the past. They obviously lost this game, so they didn't get very far. Uh, and maybe it's just chemistry to be worked out. But, I mean, James Ignatowicz went from winning the championship to losing in what I think was the quarterfinals. 
against a very good team nonetheless uh but man i mean it's just gotta be a whole nother level of difficulty trying to manage your relationship and playing pickleball together i will say too watching last week anna bright play with riley newman it just didn't look right for her either you know i mean she just seemed like she had a lot of pressure on her and riley newman is not a very talkative guy he's not gonna get you pumped up He's just kind of like in his own head doing his own thing. And you got to just be there to support him. Uh, so she just seemed very uncomfortable with that kind of chemistry back and forth. So I don't know why she decided to play with James. I mean, maybe just because he all of a sudden won. And now she's like, yeah, you're good enough to play with me. Or maybe it was that hug that James gave Catherine. She got a little jealous. That's what I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Regardless uh riley newman ended up getting dumped by anna bright uh and so he ended up pairing with paris todd this weekend paris todd ended up in the ppa what a surprise um and she didn't get very far they didn't really do much which was very disappointing i don't know what was up with that but uh it was very cool to see her playing around but i don't know i guess compared to everybody else in the ppa maybe the pressure was on maybe she's not used to playing with riley uh, but I expected them to do a lot better than they did. And this actually leads me to an interesting point, talking about chemistry with people. If we go back to Tyler Loom, let's look at his tweets. Uh, one of the things that he tweeted, other than that awesome little debate about PEDs or illegal paddles, he said, currently I believe there's four to six players that can take down the number one doubles team. However, none of them are in partnerships that would allow for that to happen consistently. So I would imagine that he's mostly talking about Ben and Colin Johns. And it started making me think, well, who are those four to six players that he's talking about? Riley Newman's probably one of them. And when you think about it, sure, he could play with somebody like, I don't know, J.W. Johnson, Dylan Frazier, Zane Navertill. You know, there's a few names that you could imagine, like, are, I guess, basically a partner who probably might be better than Matt Wright. But when you think about it, it's like, how much does chemistry play a role into all that? So I'm curious to hear who you guys think might be a good partnership, maybe even regardless of chemistry, if you had to just combine two people who you think could take down the Johns brothers. I mean, who could it really be? Only one I could think of is JW and Riley Newman. Uh, again, though, I don't know how well they play with each other. But speaking of chemistry, and while we're kind of on the subject of X's and O's of pickleball, uh, there's one pair that I thought actually played, they always play really well together. You watch them and you're like, yes, that is what good chemistry is all about. Uh, and I want to show what I mean by this just in the post-game interview. So here, check this out. Welcome back. It's Cameron Blackwood here with Elise Jones and Leah Jansen. Elise, we want to talk about just how special this team is between you guys. Even going back to singles day, you're sitting on Leah's bench even after playing earlier that day. But how does your relationship off court relate to success on court? Um, when you love and have so much respect for the person next to you, it makes a big difference. I love this girl. Can't talk. A lot of love for you there, Leah. You guys. She literally starts crying in the post-game interview. I don't even want to make fun of that. That's just, like, adorable. You know? Because you watch them and you're like, man, finally Leia Jansen 
plays with somebody who makes her, you know, not seem like the evil villain in Pickleball. It's actually fun to watch them play. They get really excited. You know, it's kind of like the whole Julian Arnold thing, except it's both of them. They both get pumped up. Uh, so that actually made me really happy to see that. But that goes to show you that is what good chemistry is. You know, people who genuinely feel that way about each other. You know, other uh, partnerships such as Riley Newman and Anna Bright. I don't think Anna Bright is going to start crying about how much she loves Riley Newman. And especially not the other way. Could you imagine Riley Newman crying because he just loves Matt Wright? Oh, doubt it. But anyways, I thought that that was really interesting. There is one more couple I want to talk about that plays together. I didn't even know they were a couple until this weekend. And I'll just, without even somebody having said it, the announcer said it. But even if they didn't, it was so obvious. So here, check this out. So this is Yana Greshkina and Ben Newell. And yes, they are wearing matching Hawaiian shirts. Ah, I gotta be honest, I'm not a fan of the Hawaiian shirts. Just not my style, personally. But also, I don't get what's with the whole, like, let's be wacky and wear different things because we're playing pickleball and it's unlike any other sport. You know, Ben Johns kind of gets in that territory sometimes with his clothing choices. Not that I really care what people wear, but I couldn't help but cringe when I saw the matching Hawaiian outfits. And I gotta say, I have a feeling it was Yana who probably wanted to do this. And Ben's like, okay, all right, I guess. You don't want to get into an argument over your shirt choices. She looks like she could pull it off. He looks like that ain't quite his style. Regardless, it didn't do anything for them. They seem to have actually good chemistry. They look like they got positive body language. Uh, but obviously no match for ALW and Ben Johns. They walked away with the win. But gotta give a little shout out for the courage it takes to wear a matching Hawaiian shirts to professional pickleball match. Speaking of terrible clothing choices, let's show you another one. Travis Rettenmeyer playing with Leia Jansen, which was a matchup I did not expect. Uh, But man, uh, I don't really know what's going on with this shirt right here. I mean, it's interesting. I'll say that. I don't even know what to call it. Just random shapes. I do like Travis. He's got an interesting podcast. He's a funny dude. Uh, Decent ball player terrible wardrobe picker i don't understand why guys love wearing pink so much too like i'm not some like oh be masculine don't wear pink but it just seems like you're doing it to show like i'm so masculine that i could wear pink and stay masculine i don't know ben johns does it a lot you know he's even wearing like the baby blue and the pink in the clip i was showing before just not a fan of that i don't know i mean look at leia jansen all black everything that's more my style you know? Anyway, it's not a big deal, but it's one of those things you just sit and you notice and you're like, ugh, just makes you feel a little bit weird. All right. Well, that is going to bring us towards the end of the show here this week. But before we go, we're going to play everybody's favorite game partner, body bag, winner off the net. It's very similar to the game you may have played as a kid, Mary Fuck Kill. 
except this is the pickleball version where I have just been texted three names of people in the pickleball world. I don't know who they are yet, but I have to decide who I want to partner with, who I want to body bag, and who I want to hit a winner off the net. Sorry, not sorry. Thematic. Anyways, let's see who the three are for this week. They were just texted to me. Okay. Interesting. Okay, we have number one, Colin Johns. Okay. Number two, Zane Navratil. And number three, a new name, Colin Schick, who made it to the finals in men's singles, in case you forgot who the heck that is. Most of you probably did. All right, so again, the three are Colin Johns, Zane Navratil, and Colin Schick. Wow. Who do I want to partner with? Who do I want to body bag? And who do I want to hit a winner off the net? Well, I got to say, I think... Ooh, it's a little orange guy. I think I want to partner with Zane for sure. Zane seems like I would enjoy hanging out with him the most. Um, he's referenced things like he thinks he's going to get canceled one day. He's going to be the first pickleball player to be canceled. I love that type of sense of humor that would allow somebody to be canceled. Uh, somebody who's not afraid to speak their opinion. Something very respectable about that. Um, I've just never heard Zane talk and me go, oh, I don't like what he's saying or I don't like him. I, I, everything that comes out of that dude's mouth is gold. Uh, he's got a great podcast on the Pickle Pod. Mentioned it before. You should go check it out after this. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to partner with Zane. But that now leads me to who do I want to body bag? Colin Johns or Colin Schick? And then whoever I don't pick, it's a winner off the net. I got to say, it probably would feel real good to body bag Colin Johns. You know, there's just something so... I don't know. He's a little douchey. I don't think he's douchey. He's not douchey. I don't know. There's just something about him that would just feel very satisfying to body bag. Obviously because he's a part of the number one men's doubles team. So that would feel kind of good. Uh, and hitting a winner off the net with for him, not really. You know, they're just going to... It's not going to affect him at all. Colin Schick, I guess there's a possibility that if you hit a winner off the net could throw him off a little bit. I don't know. I wouldn't I just wouldn't feel as good hitting Colin Schick with a body bag cuz I'm kind of rooting for him. You know, I want him to be able to get to the finals again. Uh as far as Colin Johns goes though, let's take that dude down. I want to just body bag, not even a body bag. How about a head bag? Let's just knock him right in the head with a pickleball. That would be satisfying. I don't really even hate them that much. Uh but I think if I had to make a decision, body bag, Colin Johns, hit a winner off the net against Colin Schick, and partner with Zane Avertil. So there you have it. There are my choices. Comment yours down below. I'd love to hear what your choice is. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for who to do for this game, definitely comment those as well. I'd love to have some interesting names get thrown into the pool for this. But anyways, that's going to do it, everybody. Thank you for taking some time to watch. Don't forget to subscribe. Go ahead and share this video if you want. Uh, hit that little notification bell. I think people say that, right? I don't know. 
Anyways, I appreciate you tuning in. We will see you back next week. We have another PPA tournament, so I'm excited about that. And anyways, take care. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. Forgiveness